and welcome to Military Chats with Queen. For those of you who are just now tuning in, my name is Queen Ayana Sullivan, and I'm currently a graduate student at the University of Kentucky. Here at UK, I am in the Counseling Psychology Department, and my target population of interest are military service members and their families. Specifically, I'm interested in this population because I myself come from a military family. And yes, that is how I ended up in Kentucky at UK. This population is so important to me because I have lived my entire life on military installations and it is pretty much all I know. And so from being around this community for so long, I've been able to get a deep look and a deep dive into all of the different aspects of the military, the things that are often emphasized and then the things that don't really get a lot of attention. Something that I've noticed over my years that have not has adequate enough amount of attention is mental disorders within the military community. Specifically, not just our service members, but also their family members. And so the point behind this podcast is to spread some light and hopefully from talking about it, we can end the stigma. Within the military, there's often this idea that you have to portray yourself as strong and your family has to portray yourself as strong. And if you are weak, you will not survive and you will not make it. However, everyone deals with struggles. Life is not always perfect and that's okay. It's just being realistic. So that brings me into our first topic of discussion, which is depressive disorders. So, depression is a huge mental disorder that impacts millions and millions of people across the world. But today, within our community, I'm going to be talking on major depressive disorder and persistent depressive disorder. So, they may sound similar, but to break it down a little bit so that we can tell the difference, major depressive disorder is when someone has had a history of one or more depressive episodes. Whereas persistent depressive disorder has an onset of about two years. In addition to this, um, within the depressive disorders, one might also see substance and medication-induced depressive disorders and depressive disorder due to another medical condition. So in the case of our population, this would look like um, a service member who has gone across seas and they have lost limbs and that has caused a big internal mental struggle for them and that has caused an onset of depression for example now it's important to again touch on why we're talking about this and also the symptoms so within the military it's kind of emphasized that when you are going through something you just push it deep down you push through and you get to the end because that's when everything will be all right and worth it But I want to challenge that. So what does someone with depression look like? It's important to look and notice that depression will look like so many different things in so many different people. It is not a one-size-fits-all disorder, and that can be said for pretty much any mental disorder. So within depression, you might see someone who's feeling sad or empty They have a sudden loss of energy or reduced interest in things that they like to do. 
You might see changes in their eating habits, their appetite, their weight overall. So this could either be excessive weight gain or excessive weight loss. Um, you might see suicidal ideation, and this is kind of a tricky one because a lot of times people won't openly just say that they're thinking about completing suicide. You might see insomnia or hypersomnia. So if someone is only sleeping three hours a day or 15 hours a day, both of these can be red flags. If someone's having poor concentration, negative thinking, and then also, if you see an irritable mood with somatic or cognitive changes that affect daily functioning. So, are, are they seeing more irritable than normal? Is this impacting how they're interacting with people in their normal lives? Is this impacting how they're completing their work? Um, and so, these are all things that you could see, but it's not to go and say that you will definitely see this in every single person that is struggling with depression. Moving on to our next subject, it's important to touch on some research that has centered around military, um, co- the military community and depression. So research has found that rates of depression are com- of military spouses are comparable to those found amongst soldiers following combat. And approximately, these rates are double the point percentage of major depressive episode estimated across the general population. So that all goes to say that research has been found that military spouses are having just as high as rates of depression as their sponsor. In addition to that, these rates are even higher than civilians. And this is just showing that although someone is not putting on the uniform to serve their country every single day, they are drastically being impacted by the community and everything that is going on around them. Also, children's depression and internalization of symptoms are predicted by the non-deployed parents' mental health status in general. And this also is escalated by their depression. So say a service member is in Iraq or Afghanistan or another country and they are fighting for the United States. While their non-deployed spouse is here in the U.S. trying to take care of their child, they are going through struggles. The child is also seeing these struggles and they are upset They can feel the burden, they can take on this burden, and they're not often thought of because parents sometimes might see, well, these are kids, what do they have to worry about? What do they have to be upset about? And then also the case when it comes to depression within the military community is that service members will physically be present, but psychologically they will be absent. And this is definitely, definitely a huge point that I wanted to point out from the research because It is so big from service members who just go TDY, so to another military installation on a base in the United States, or if they go overseas, or even little trips for work. These all make a difference. Now from here, I think it's important that we talk about comorbidity and essentially what other disorders do you see with depression within this community? Some important disorders that I think should be touched on are intimate, explosive disorder, personality disorders, sleeping disorders, eating disorders, panic disorders, 
obsessive compulsive disorders, and substance related disorders. And this last one relates back to my topic early on from when I touched on um, substance or medication induced depressive disorders, because it's important to note that a lot of these medications can impact someone's mental state and not in a positive way. And these can have long-term effects which negatively impact a person. So moving on to here, it's important to touch on personal experiences. Just from my community and my growing up, mostly in New York and Pennsylvania and then here in Kentucky, I have been able to see depression in so many different forms, whereas it mostly for me was within our schools because I was younger and I was around um, active service members and their moms and dads. But I can definitely see this impact on children, especially when it comes to transitioning and going from different installation to different installation and moving across countries or across states. These impacts are major and they definitely need more realization. And I think one huge problem is that service members can see therapists on base, but their dependents, so their spouses and their children, often have to go off base and pay a copay if the insurance covers it. And TRICARE does not always cover everything. And so finding a therapist who's the right fit and going from place to place and not having that consistency is definitely a challenge. But this also jumps into how we treat depression. So there are many different things that someone can go about when it comes to treating depression. And that's whether you decide to do it on yourself or if you decide to go see a professional. Kind of touching back on that professional aspect where I spoke on trying different therapists until you find your best fit. When you go see a therapist, there are a number of different things that they can try working with you about. There is, of course, group therapy. There's individual therapy. The options are endless. When you initially go in, it might look like a clinical interview. They could potentially do the Beck Depression Inventory, the SCL um, treatment. They could do the SP. BSI treatment or the MMPI. These are all different um, categories of systems where they can screen different people for where they're at. What is their status on the depression indicator? What do their symptoms look like? Because treatment should be individualized for that specific person. Additionally, if someone doesn't want to go see a therapist, that's perfectly fine. You can talk to people in your family if you know that other people have struggled with depression in the past. And this definitely might be the case. But I realize that it's also the case that a lot of people aren't open about it and they are struggling internally with it. And people may struggle their entire lives with this and not talk about it. So from here, it's important to realize that some things that you can do on your own to help with depression are to work out, to diet, to yoga, do things like aromatherapy, little things that can make a difference in your day. You know yourself best, so it's important to trust yourself. And it's also to be aware of your biases. So say you want to work out, but you don't feel comfortable working out by yourself. 
this would be a case where you can find a gym partner and you don't need to disclose that you have depression if you don't feel comfortable to. You just might need someone to give you an extra push in the morning. Or say you want to diet, but you don't want to jump full-fledged in, go vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, anything like that. Little steps make a difference and you can slowly work yourself up there. And the commissary has endless options for you to choose. Yoga, you can easily go to um, one of the gym facilities on your bases. And there are tons of classes that anyone can go to and go seek treatment. And then aromatherapy, maybe going to the local PXBX, picking up some things on sale and just lightening the mood within your house so that every day you are surrounded by bright, uplifting things that help you get excited for the day and stay excited through the day. Because like I said, little things can make a difference. Depression isn't something that's going to go away overnight. And that's okay because it's a marathon and you are not doing it by yourself. And I think that's the most important thing to acknowledge because depression is such a large disorder. And just because people are talking about it does not mean that it's not happening or that it's not real or that your feelings aren't valid because they always are. And so, like I said, my goal within my studies at UK is to get involved to really become an expert in this field and to just provide as much resources as I can because it is so important to talk about this. And I hate that a lot of times it's not being spoken about until service members are retiring and their children are adults and now they're seeking treatment because they don't have to go to work every day. That should not be the case. But with the help from you all, hopefully that can change over time. So once again, I want to thank you all so, so, so much for tuning in to Military Chats with Queen. Just wrapping up, this episode talked on all of the different mental disorders that could be comorbid with depression. We talked about some background knowledge, some symptoms, some research, my personal experiences, and then just how we can treat it. So I can't wait to see you back for the next episode. And I hope I will be talking to you all soon. Thank you so much.